Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. We're we're live, by the way. I hope you all can see. There's no there's no what's up, you guys. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here with the Fightful Podcast post SmackDown. No, no, no. I want everybody to see. So the next time I get these these commenters that pop up, oh, why why does Sean bury Jeff all the time? Why does he keep Anna from talking? Okay. It was a chore. It was an uphill battle to get this show to even start because because of the two toddlers I have as co-hosts giggling their little balls off. You hide us. It's on What's email. up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapier for the Fightful Wrestling Podcast. It's March 28th edition. We have the go-home show for SmackDown Live, and Jeff Hawkins is joining me. He might be leaving midway through the show. Maybe not. It depends on really how long we go. <laughs> Somebody already asked, why does Sean bury Jeff all the time? Yeah, yep. the, the, the yeah. Tuesday night shit show is underway, you guys. <laughs> Sean Ross Sapp, you had me at what's up, you guys. Yeah, I know I did. <laughs> we were also joined by Anna Bauert of WWE's Most Ridiculous. You did quite the Bella impersonation this week. You made an impression on people. Apparently, I think it's it's the Bella name that does it. Must be. I'm hoping now this means I get to be on Total Bellas. Maybe we'll see. Hell, we'll see hell. what happens. Total Anna coming to the E Network. <laughs> oh man! Oh, what a debacle! Hey guys, you boys at Fightful.com have you covered with podcasts and coverage all week long. We have that Jimmy Van show tomorrow. Matt Riddle Thursday already filmed it. It's a funny one. He tells a story about threatening to punch a guy by the name of Gloves in the neck when he was in Germany. Oh, yeah. Then we have that Shane Helms show Friday. I'm doing another members-only show this Friday. Uh, you all seem to really have liked that that last one, so I'm doing another one, seeing how, how that works out. You can download those via audio, but uh, they don't go up on the iTunes or Stitcher feed. Got to be registered at Fightful.com to get those. It's absolutely free. 
but definitely subscribe to us, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. We got live shows after NXT and WrestleMania this weekend. We hope to see you there. I'm opening up that WrestleMania discussion page at noon, but uh, you can catch our schedule over on my Twitter at Sean Ross Sapp. First off, I want to congratulate our own Carlos Toro. He received a Writer Student Senior, uh, Writer Student Journalist Senior of the Year Award for uh, a lot of his work at Fightful. Pretty damn awesome. I can't tell you how proud I am of that guy. He went from uh, just you know, throwing his hat in the ring saying, hey, do you need somebody to cover boxing? And he covers events at the Barclays Center all the time. It looks like he'll be at MSG covering Bellator for us this summer as well. So uh, congrats are in order to Carlos, who did some incredible work for us, or continues to. He has an interview with Sexy Star, while every other dorky website was out there uh, reporting that she had retired. Carlos went straight to the source, got the info. That's not the case. So um, give him a follow and congratulate him. But we got SmackDown to talk about. Sometimes we get some really great stuff out of these go-home shows, and that that was the case tonight. But there are certain segments, you guys. You know how on the last week of school, that last day is really just like a free day? You don't do shit. You're getting your report card, and you're getting out of there. Sometimes that feels like what they do in these spots, but there was still some really good stuff. Uh, Anna, as a go-home show – how did you feel about SmackDown? I loved it so much. And like Raw was Raw was a task yesterday. I yeah. My parents, I'm at my parents' house at the moment. They kept walking by going, Why are you swearing so much? Like, it's just just so it's three hours of it. But this was like my <laughs> mom actually came and sat down and watched part of it with me. It was the Ya Boy shirt, wasn't it? She saw the Ya Boy shirt front row and she was like damn, this show has some great style. Yeah, that was exactly it. Exactly <laughs> it. Speak, yeah. Speaking of, you guys can get this beautiful crack and fight team shirt over at prowrestlingtees.com slash Sean Ross Sapp. Had somebody say it kind of reminded them of a Bullet Club logo. Uh, only ours existed four years before that. So whatever. Jeff Hawkins of Shake Them mm-hmm. Ropes. I actually appeared on Shake Them Ropes this week. Uh previewing NXT TakeOver Orlando with Robert. Uh, if you can believe I would do a show with Rob after the one he appeared on here a few weeks ago. Uh, I did so. It was a good time. What did you think of this SmackDown as a go-home show? I think the WWE has a flair for the dramatic. They just don't have a sense of the dr- dramatic. They don't know how to build tension. They can't <laughs> help themselves. They, they tip their hand on almost every match on the SmackDown side. I mean, I enjoyed a lot of it. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of really good stuff, but then they kind of kept the good stuff out there a little too long, in my opinion. (laughs) So we'll get started here. Hold on. Anna's just laughing the entire time. No, because I I know exactly the segment you're talking about. I think I do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get get right into it. Of course, the first thing you see on this show is the Ya Boy shirt front and center. My dude Daniel there. Uh, Shane McMahon puts over AJ Styles in this contract signing as one of the greatest talents ever. And I can't disagree with that in the ring at all. He he put him over big time. What I really loved was AJ Styles saying to Shane McMahon, 
there are no weapons allowed in this match. If you're outside of the ring for 10 seconds, you lose. You can't put me through a table. You can't do this stuff. All those things that, that help get you on the level, that help equalize you with, with other – or help uh, put you on par with some of the wrestlers you competed with, you can't do that. Uh, Anna, this, this was a puzzling matchup to some, but this promo, I think, did a good job. They, they hammered it home. So there is that built-in story. From a storyline perspective, we're not being told Shane McMahon is on AJ Styles' level. We're being told this is a an uphill battle for for Shane. Mm, it definitely is. Um, I feel I think they did a great job with that promo, considering it's been minimal build-up and it has been based on the fact that AJ had nothing and he took it to the commissioner as being his problem, but we all know it's because Shane wanted the match with AJ. Um, I, mean, I thought it was interesting that Shane brought up how embarrassing it would be to AJ if AJ lost to Shane. But then I'm sitting here thinking, well, Shane, I hope you realize the riot that's going to ensue if you put yourself over, over AJ Styles. Um, I just, that is my only concern with this matchup. I think it will be a great match. Because, you know, it's AJ Styles and Shane will do something stupid. And apparently they're building a roller coaster for the set. And so I'm guessing it's going to be the first. Yeah. So it'll be the first roller coaster match. Um, And I'm legitimately scared for Shane McMahon's life at this point. Um, But it should be good. I don't know if any of you have been on a wooden roller coaster, but we have one of the most famous ones in Cincinnati called The Beast. That is enough of a high spot. You get the shit beat out of you on that thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're building a wooden one. No. But uh, also, I'm going to have us make our predictions as we go through the show. I'll do some predictions with Jimmy Van tomorrow. But uh, Jeff, who do you see winning the Shane McMahon AJ Styles match at WrestleMania? Oh, AJ Styles easily. Um, I did like I did like the AJ Styles half of the interview. I really did. The Shane McMahon half. I found. I mean. If they had gone with the angle of, yeah, I'm not a full-time wrestler, but I know how to fight, and then AJ came up with it, that was great. But but Shane McMahon's promo was, I bring out the best in the people that I go against. And I'm like, ah, let's, let's slow your roll here, okay? Um, it's exactly I, the – it's literally the story for the past 20 years has been the opposite, is yeah. that Shane McMahon somehow rises to the occasion and is able to hang with Kurt Angle and yeah. test – he brought out the best of the Undertaker last year. Let, let's slow down. Slow down there, Chief. Wank um, motion. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, yeah, it's, it's the McMahons are great, you know, at whatever. And it's like, come on, man. AJ Styles was, was selling out the Tokyo Dome and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for some Kota Ibushi insane like spots with this roller coaster, to be honest with you. I really am, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> You think Shane's going to get up there and shoot fireworks at, oh, yeah. at himself? No, no. I, yeah, I do. I, I do. I think, he, I think he's going to like ride the car around and then hit AJ Styles, and AJ will go fly, and it'll be great. He just has his arm hanging out of the cart and clotheslines him. I, actually, the other joke, I made, I, I've, now, I've worked at two theme parks in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the roller coaster breaks down and they have to evacuate them on the lift. I, that's oh. what I'm hoping for. So, Anna, you, you pick an AJ here. You think that Shane somehow pulls it off? AJ better win. He, yeah. Like, yeah. It would be inexplicable for him not to win. Yeah. 
So, I mean, like, he's not wrestling. Where are they going to go? Yeah, I, I think AJ wins this, and he probably should be next in line for a title shot. It would make a lot of sense since he already earned that title shot uh, right after that. But I loved AJ Styles' aspect where he said, you have to win this in the ring. You cannot hit me with a weapon. You will lose that way. James Ellsworth, I don't know what they're paying him, but they've already seen their return on it, guys. Oh, he's fantastic. His music was great. Him trying to heal was great. And Becky Lynch's reaction to him trying to heal was great. She's like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> um, I thought the gum spot oh, was great, too. Oh, Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Couples. We've got some we got some hog speculation here. Some oh. hog speculation. So I don't get sexist tweets, I'll start it off with Jeff. True <laughs> or false? The Hogsworth is so big he has to wear sweatpants to work. She's oh, really full. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say false. Okay, moving on. Fault. Anna, Anna. Uh, you know what? I so I won't break the illusion the for you. The need, mind you. I I won't break the illusion for you, Sean. I know you have a lot riding on this, so I will go with yes. That's the case. Ah. <laughs> Just point to the sign. Just point to the sign, Sean. You're going to Fightful Mania. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, man. Okay. Like like I said, I, I did tweet, Carmella absolutely would dress James Ellsworth in sweatpants with pockets at the knees. Mm-hmm. That is something she would do. Mickey is on commentary, and so is Alexa for this Becky Lynch versus Carmella match. And that's all the production team gave a shit about, apparently. Mm-hmm. This, like, for a solid minute during the action, Anna, we got Mickey and Alexa arguing with each other. I didn't... I. How did you feel about that in the middle of a match? That like the Carmella Becky Lynch match, I was actually looking forward to it. They set it up at the last the last match that they had with her kicking Ellsworth in the face, and it looked like it, you know they could have done something else with it, and it would have been entertaining as hell instead of having two women on the commentary booth bitching. And it wasn't even a productive smack talk it was just them bitching at each other about what they were wearing and like it uh. and there was a good 15 20 seconds when they're like gearing to get up to go to the ring it's like i don't want to see this we don't need to see this we're getting the match on sunday just let them do their thing and then oh did you know that natty's a heart by the way <laughs> I, I didn't so thank god we found that out fightful exclusive info Alexa and Mickey get involved and this becomes a tag team match playa uh Mickey James sold a punch really well but I couldn't stop looking at her dumbass pants Natalia then gets involved and the whole thing turns into like this hilarious mess Ellsworth trips Becky and Carmella wins Naomi shows up to even the odds and she hits a badass Hurricane Rana on the ramp on on Natalia lays out the other heels announces she's back in the mania match Jeff, did you think that we're going to wait until Mania, or did you see this happening on this episode of SmackDown for, for think, Naomi's return? I think they should have waited until Mania. 
I, I don't, really? I don't, I, I, yeah, I disagree with you here. I, I know what, what your reasoning was, but I don't think this drives any more eyeballs to the match. And I think it would be a great surprise if, if you're going with the hometown crowd, so to speak, theory, have her appear as a surprise for the hometown crowd and they pop a little louder. I think this is what I, this is what I mean when I say they have a flair for the dramatic. They just don't have a sense of the dramatic. They tip their hand on this and it's like, okay, Naomi's going to be in there. She cuts the baby face promo. She's probably going to win in her hometown. You know, it, it, it's, it's very paint by numbers for me. Um, it, uh, even including the, the, the stint that started this whole thing with, you know, two women on commentary, and then all of a sudden they have to get up, stand up, and, and contrive a fight, so it turns into a tag team match. I, I I really think they should have held off Naomi as a surprise. I don't disagree with that at all. I mean, I see them possibly doing what I said, but, I mean, they have sold all the damn tickets. I mean, they're not going to sell any extra tickets, at least on the, on the primary market. They've sold them all. Anna, your your thoughts on Naomi's return and who do you see winning this match at WrestleMania? Naomi. I mean, it was I expected her to come back tonight. Um, yeah, there wasn't really much else except for Atunga, his nice little comment of no one was expecting the goal at Mania, I'll tell you that. Dude, just shut the fuck up at this point. <laughs> We're all expecting the fucking glow. We all know she's gonna win. Just just shut it. How great's that entrance going to be in the daylight? <laughs> On yeah, the pre-show. <laughs> that would be that, That's something. Jeff, uh, first off, you, you, you're picking Naomi, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is something that I, I wanted us to have a conversation about. These matches in the pre-show, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, we have the SmackDown Women's Tag Team, or SmackDown Women's uh, Championship Match, the Cruiserweight Championship Match, Anna, are, are you among those upset over the placement of the match? How, how do you feel about it, of, uh, of these I'm, matches? I'm not too upset about it. Um, I mean, it makes people were talking on tw- Twitter about how it was stupid that they kept doing segments on the pre-show matches, but it makes sense that they would do that to try and build that interest so people actually do tune in. I mean, at this point, it's like, well, SmackDown Live tag team division are all going in Battle Royal. So at least we're getting something from the women. Um, and at least we're getting something from the cruiserweights. And there's so many matches. There's such a huge card to fill. Like, I'm just happy these guys get a spot. I think they're trying to put a little bit of everything on that pre-show. On USA Network in particular to be like, hey, guys, get that WWE Network. This is the kind of stuff you're going to see. Uh, Jeff, you, you upset over the placement of matches in the pre-show? Somewhat, but then again, I am not a fan of these two-hour pre-shows followed by a four-and-a-half-hour card. I think that's just way too much. But I mean, followed by a ninety-minute podcast. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, with that, with that four-hour, I mean, in in the main show, you know, you're gonna have so much filler. You're gonna have like a half hour of video packages, and this is what WWE did around town oh. during the week for charity. And you're gonna have you Don't know forget people. Song- yeah, yeah, you're going to have that song play 300 times in the live audience, and then we're going to get a live performance of it. Great. Ugh. You know, a half, a half hour for Undertaker to walk down to the to the entrance, <laughs> you know. I mean, you could – I mean, if you properly paced this show, and, of course, Hunter's getting some sort of cinematic thing too. So, I mean, it, again, I, you know, 
I think title matches should matter, and I think title matches deserve to be on the main card. I don't like having them on the pre-show. You want to put the Battle Royal on the pre-show? Fine. You want to put another match on the pre-show? Fine. But title match, I mean, I'm a guy who thinks titles are important, even if the WWE doesn't. But uh, I'm also with Anna here. I'm I'm just happy they're on there. I'm happy we're getting a one-on-one match as opposed to an eight-person 205 live match where they try and throw everybody in there. I kind of wish we got the rest of them on that. Where where did the rest of the cruiserweights go? Because it ain't in the battle royal. It ain't in the battle royal. By the looks of it, the the graphic was just released. They'll probably be in there. I mean, I think they'll be in the battle royal for for Braun to throw out. That's what I think. I think I think I think they're having a bunch of little guys in there, and Braun's just throwing out a whole lot of them. Thus far, they don't have any of the cruiserweights in that battle royal. Uh, the graphic shows. Brizongo, the Vod Villains, Sinkara and Kalisto, The Ascension, R Truth and Goldust, Axel, Bo Dallas, Jinder Mahal, Kurt Hawkins, American Alpha, Zane, Mojo, Heath Slater, Rhino, Mark Henry, uh, Shining Stars, Usos, Cruz, Ziggler, Big Show, Braun. It's a veritable who cares. That is not true. I care a lot about Braun Strowman. So who so who wins in that? It has to be Braun, right? It has to be Braun. Yeah. And unless it's Zayn doing the old Vader Yokozuna elimination on show and uh, Braun, maybe. I mean, outside of that, yeah, it's got to be him. Hey, can I ask what's the deal with Tamina at the moment? Because I know she was backstage tonight. She's a shitty wrestler. <sighs> um. She's touring with the SmackDown brand along with Asuka because Asuka was in uh, Norfolk last night as well. So, um, you know, I thought I thought they're I mean, I think they're only making this a six pack. Unfortunately, I thought she was going to be one of the surprises in this women's match. I wouldn't be so sure. Is she coming back off to Mania, though? They might do that. I don't know. A lot of people were like, oh, she's wrestling at MSG. That must mean she's coming back. I mean, even if she hadn't wrestled for months, she probably would have begged to be on the MSG show, given her family and her history and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, I don't know. Uh, for, for the sake of my eyes and my my patience, I hope she doesn't, to be honest. She's really, really bad. She's not good. She wasn't good years ago. Then she tore her ACL, and she was really not good. And then, uh, yeah, it's it's just time. It's time. I, I was personally hoping for Eva Marie to have that one last match at WrestleMania <laughs> and have that entrance. That entrance yeah. would have been fantastic at WrestleMania. Or Technically, she... they could still have her entrance and she just doesn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> or or what she does is uh, she enters, she comes down on one of those carts. As soon as she steps off, she sprains her ankle and she can't wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, you all got Braun too? Yeah. Yeah. You all seem just ecstatic. Because I Woo! don't want to see Sammy being beaten. And I know this is going to happen anyway, but I don't want to see Breeze Angle being beaten. Be because I want Sammy to get a win. I want him to get He's some He's a ginger. Points. He's oh a ginger. God. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Come on. We know. We know the score. Uh, <laughs> under my backstage crappening segment, Breezy Bella wanted in the SmackDown Women's <laughs> Championship match. <laughs> I love these guys. I love everything about it. And as soon as uh, 
Tyler Breeze takes off the wig. Daniel Bryan's like, whoa, Tyler Breeze, where did you come from? And they are so disappointed they're not on WrestleMania. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll put you in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And all three jump and celebrate. Jeff, you don't look as amused as Anna and I. I no, I'm I'm waiting to talk. I I'm I was I loved the uh, Fandango Ultimate Thrill Ride comment when he just starts <laughs> swiveling his hips. I, I thought that was. I, I just love how all three of them are really, really towing that line of you know what this segment's stupid, but we're gonna have the most fun with it we possibly can. I mean that was Daniel Bryan to a T in this one. I mean that. I really think they can at least to a degree be like the next Edge Christian and Foley because. <laughs> I love these. That and that is I always hear that like, oh, you can't do too much comedy. With tag teams you can because they can play off of each other. It's so much easier to do that way. When you have a Tyler Breeze and a Fandango, and especially when you throw in Daniel Bryan, who has one of the best sense of humors in WWE history. We literally saw the man bully Ryback on table for three. He bullied a three hundred pound man to his face on table for three and made it funny. I love these guys. Um, I'll tell you what I loved more. Actually, wait, Anna, you haven't got to talk about <laughs> Breezy Bella. <laughs> I think, I think me bursting out into hysterics kind of said it all. Um, like I have tears in my eyes again, just thinking about it. I, I love them. I love them so much. I'm tempted to do another love dedication this week. I won't. But I think we, hey, is your episode coming out the day of WrestleMania? Hmm? Is your episode coming out the day of WrestleMania? Yeah. Yes, it is. Cool. Cool. Jeff, we, anything to add? Yeah, we need a Breezy Bella versus uh, Santina Morella feud, I think. I really well, think Breezy Bella would dominate that, Breezy Bella. Yeah. Ms. TV. <laughs> I thought this was one of the best non-wrestling segments that I have seen in a long, long time. Before I get into the specifics, am I going overboard, Jeff? Up to a point, no. Anna, um, your thoughts? Go ahead. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. Just, just initial thoughts right now. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. It did. I, I do question the second half of it with the reveal of taking everything off and the. Uh, yeah, I question that part of it, but it still was incredibly enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see that I have a parody account now. Fightful SRS, and the description says, I am Jesus. Yeah. Well, at least at least they have my personality down. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, I'm blocking. Oh boy. So this this is a new episode of Total Bellas. Miz and Maurice are just so I don't know if I can do this this justice, but fake Cena and Nikki are having dinner. Miz is wearing one of those John Cena muscle suits. He also emulates <laughs> Daniel Bryan. He comes out and he has his his hair combed over in a fake beard and he's walking on his knees with shoes. Like, and Maurice is emulating Nikki and Brie and she's like, how can we tell each other apart? And she, 
She's like, oh, yeah, I'm Brie. I'm the one with the ring on my hand. <laughs> Maurice meat also might hurt, the kids. Meat might hurt my little the, tummy. <laughs> yeah, and they play the Cena house rules. He's like, in two minutes, we will drink wine. In three minutes, we will all rejoice. And in four minutes, we will unleash a refreshing, ah. This has to be seen to be believed. It's awesome. Uh, we go through a fake marriage proposal rejection thing, and Maurice says that the Kids' Choice Awards are the closest Nikki's ever going to get to having kids. Miz calls them total bullshit. Now, this is significant, Jeff, because the, 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 what, we, what we have said several times is that you get one main event promo curse word. It's like a PG-13 thing. Mm-hmm. You can say fuck one time in a PG-13 mm-hmm. movie, but not twice. They got Two curse words into this segment. Two. Yes. One each, right? <laughs> so let's start off with the, the Total Bellas episode. Anna, your thoughts. Oh, man, it was fantastic. Daniel Bryan coming up, that bib on, and it was beautiful. Um, that is, this is a part that my mom actually came and sat down and started to watch the rest of the show with me which was quite amusing. And she actually did think that they were the real John Cena and Nikki Bella for a little while because she, her exposure to wrestling has been my show pretty much. Um, yeah, it was just that final, up to that final part where they did this straight down the barrel, serious moment, taking off the wigs and the, like I get what they were trying to do, but I kind of thought that maybe they should have done that back in the ring for Miss TV and left that out of the actual package. Um, Cause it was just kind of, I don't know, something jarring about it or it was necessary though to go into the next part. Yeah. yeah. Your thoughts. Loved the cue card guy. Loved that entire bit <laughs> right there where, where they had the cue cards. They got them mixed up. Loved Everything about the Daniel Bryan parody, including the contrived looks between he, he and Bree as, as Nikki and John communicate with one another. The I'm a vegan, meat might hurt my little tummy uh, popped me so hard. It, it, just, it, it was so, so great. And I disagree with Anna here. I liked the part where they took off the costumes and, and did that kind of intense promo into the camera. My criticism comes where I thought that should have been the end. I think they should have left it there. And then, the, and then the big, fu- and then the fight becomes money, because after this, when Cena comes out, I think he absolutely cut off Miz at the knees, clowned him, and I have no, no, no inkling of thinking Miz can actually win this fight. And I, yeah. and I don't really want to see him get beat up because of, because John Cena already bullied him. To be honest with you. <laughs> Well, technically, John Cena kind of also bullied his own girlfriend by admitting that Nikki and Brie are dumb enough to mix each other up sometimes. <laughs> it was a strange promo. <laughs> yeah, I, I was but very I, torn on that that last thing that you mentioned, Jeff, where, where he took everything off and he was serious. See, I, I was, liked it. I liked it because I like I like giving – Miz needs more than anybody, and this is what they did with the Cena part afterwards. Miz needs the veneer of being a tough guy, not just a weaselly heel. He needs – because he's been getting that soft-style stuff from Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack. You know, people have been – I mean, every time they build him up into a big program, it's Miz talking about how guys don't think he's very tough in the ring. I liked that part of it. 
And then to, to just kind of reveal, that, nah, he's not all that tough. He's kind of a chicken shit. And you're just like, ah, okay, great. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's almost like the perception. And he shatters that perception all the time because he doesn't get hurt. Uh, he does get his teeth knocked out during matches and keeps wrestling. Like he can always. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But do, you think of him, but do you think of him as, as a tough guy in the ring, like a guy who could kick your butt? No, in not at all. Fight. But No, but I feel like he could take a pretty mean ass kicking and, and withstand it and then maybe somehow find a way to win. He, I mean, I... I perceive toughness in, in that in, in that manner, and I think he is absolutely tough to be able to keep the kind of schedule that he he has. Yeah, do I think in John real- Cena would win a shoot fight against Fightful.com's own Matt Riddle, who has a show here on Thursdays? No, but do I think he's a tough dude? Hell yeah, I do. Well, no, no, no. In real life, yeah, he's a tough guy. The character of the Miz is not a tough guy. Yeah. That, that's what I'm especially talking in about. that scope. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Cena comes out and he says that the Miz is using Maurice to be on Total Divas and that she never did anything in WWE. Yowch. Well, I mean, she never had great matches, but she was a two-time Divas champion. Cena accuses Miz of firing blanks because <laughs> Maurice Tapped him in the, gym. Him in the yeah. gym, man. That's dirty pool right there. I, I got to say, <laughs> Cena went to the wiener one too many times. As, as a guy who employs a lot of wiener humor on his shows – less is more john you gotta you gotta make your high spots or in this this situation your low spots mean something really yes you can't just go out there wiener spot wiener spot wiener spot break down the dick jokes keep going let's see that (laughs) build build to it build to it you're killing the wiener joke business john when you keep on saying firing blanks firing blanks (laughs) he he ho ho ha ha but technically, he's giving me material for this week's Bulls report, so I can't really yeah, I know. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. <laughs> Don't encourage her. <laughs> Cena is – in my notes, I said that Cena is unloading on Miz and Maurice. No pun intended, I promise. <laughs> oh, no. He calls Miz a pussy, and all I put was, well, damn, bro. Uh, was that too far, Anna? Uh there was so much about it that I just thought the lines are so blurred that I feel dizzy and that was kind of thrown into the mix. But, um, there, yeah, there was a lot there where it's, my mom was like sitting there just going, wow, this is really nasty. This is I'm like, yeah. Is, is this, are they actually together? Is this real? I'm like, they're together. Um, don't really know how much of this is a shoot right now, but 
I mean, they have to be okay with it to be going ahead with the match and going ahead with the segments and stuff. Um, yeah, I just, I think having that last bit, Cena definitely got the win on them. And then having Miz walk away and then trying to come back and Maurice convincing him to go back again, like that is, that left him looking like shit. That left both of them looking like shit. And obviously they are going to lose on Sunday. I just kind of wish that they did their usual heel tactic of they somehow got one up on them by doing a dirty move. Not necessarily you know, anything to do with wrestling, but something spray in the eye or something like that. It's just like... When, uh, when Cena called him a pussy, that should have been the spark for a pull-apart brawl of some kind. And <laughs> it should have just been mass hysteria with Cena and Miz fighting each other and then Mickey, Nikki and Maurice and just everybody just trying to keep these two separate i, I think that would have helped out. oh god but i think that would have helped i think that would have helped to to have had miz get legit angry and start a fight at that point i think i i, I just think there there's a little bit too much of cutting him off at the knees here mm-hmm. i love this segment though but the only oh, the yeah. only weird things the nikki stuff at the end where she like mic dropped i'm like i'm sorry you can't mic drop <laughs> with that line yeah john john cena puts this great you know promo where he's just basically i mean he devastates miss he, he absolutely obliterates him and now nikki's gonna try and top that no no just- that would be like if if last year's triple h and roman reigns match went on right after the undertaker Shawn michaels and roman reigns said follow that <laughs> like, doesn't work like that um i think that making out in a very creepy manner is like the Cena Bella signature taunt. Mm-hmm. It's really well, weird. We're hot people and we make out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm never is that what hot people look like when they make out Jeff? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if Put I'm going to recover. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> oh man. Your boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Rossap. Buy the Ya Boy shirt as well as slash Fightful to get that Fightful shirt. And they put my face on a shirt. I had nothing to do with that, I promise you guys. Sure. You don't get this kind of stupidity with Alex Pawlowski on Mondays. No, sir. You come here Tuesdays. And see yeah, yeah, I get him quoting Pitbull to me on Skype while I'm assigning him articles. Oh, that's worse. Which is almost – which is worse – uh, the Tin Man tag. This is every generic are they, are American all, alpha. Are they, all, are they all quotes about parties? Party? Because that's all Pitbull ever talks about is the party, you know. <laughs> the Tin Man tag is every generic American <laughs> alpha match you've ever seen until the Mojo Raleigh hot tag. Okay, I, I've mentioned this on Twitter. I caught up on NXT in anticipation of Shake Them Ropes this week. Okay. And I hate Tom Phillips on commentary. I hate him. <laughs> Because every movie calls is, oh, watch an NXT highlight reel. Just type in NXT highlights on YouTube. That's how I used to catch up on the show. Every single clip is somebody hitting a move and him going, oh, and he did it 943 times on this. And it it fucked me all up. I'm going to be quite honest. It fucked me all up. I miss Rich. I couldn't focus. 
yeah, I miss anybody else. Uh, and, you know, maybe it's – I know it's told, – they're told to say that. That literally it came out in a, a run sheet of, like, tips, and it's stupid. It's stupid and annoying. <sighs> Anna, talk about this this match. It, uh, it was fine. It was it, – it, it existed. Just, yeah, it happened. It just kind of brought home, oh, they are not having a SmackDown Live tag team at WrestleMania at all. Mm-hmm. They're just doing this. And once again, bearing the entire division. I hope they get some good spots in. Um, the only thing I really took away from this was Mojo Rolly looks like he's been sitting in a sauna for five hours and barely made it to the ring before the match. It's just really slippery. and like, But even not like everyone else with the oil. It was just there was something. I don't know. And then the other thing, Roger. something more relevant, um, is that Tyler Breeze was pinned by Mojo Rowley. And it's kind of like, cool, so Breeze Angler are finally getting themselves over. I know we can use them to get someone else over now. I don't know if they're getting over like, like, hey, let's have them beat people. I just feel like they they should be like, okay, maybe I'm jumping the gun with this and they are, you know, they've been included in this match now and they've had that little segment backstage, which they didn't need to give them that. I, just, hey, I, know, I think they're doing such good work. Technically him losing on TV is a push from him just not being on TV. True, true. I mean, it's not like they're the board villains or the Ascension. Yeah, I mean, they, they lost in like 10, they lose in 10 seconds, like all the time. That's a fun drinking game, by the way. Jeff, is 10-man tag, it do anything for you? Nope. Cool. <laughs> um, will, you know, I, I, I still think, no, I still think they have, sort of I still talk think about a little Jeff. something on uh, Mojo. You got anything else, Jeff? I think they still look – they still see something in Mojo. I don't know yeah, where yeah. they see it. You know what that is? Hype. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. That's what they see. And some, Alex asked me what the chances of him being in the Battle Royal were, and I was like, oh, the Patriots aren't letting that happen. <laughs> no. They can't keep him on the field as is. No, um, and, and Gronk even left the SmackDown taping last week when Mojo wasn't on the show, I think. Really? Yeah, I mean, they, 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 he was sitting behind uh, the uh, broadcast team and then he was gone, like, shortly thereafter. That's unfortunate placement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, having to listen to Otunga. That's probably why he yeah. left. You just inadvertently broke some news, Jeff. Uh, he's a big Morrow <laughs> fan. So this main event, Bray Wyatt defeated Luke Harper. Luke Harper has some very Ambrose-ish gear. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought. Man, Luke Ambrose looks real different. <laughs> it was weird, man. Uh, I I agree. He hit a uh, nice senton over the ropes. Wyatt says something to Harper, then hits Sister Abigail and beats him. What do you think Bray Wyatt said to Luke Harper, Jeff? Uh, Rosebud is a sled, and uh, Bruce Willis is actually dead the entire time. What? Spoiler movie. alert. Movie spoilers. Yeah. Did he give away the end of Split? <laughs> I, 
I've seen I'm some good movies here. In case. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I'm, I'm maybe reviewing. I'm reviewing the Belco experiment this Friday on my show. Maybe maybe you said draw me like your French girls and then game sister Abigail. I don't know. What what? You... No, that was before they broke up. Okay. Things have changed. Anna, what do you think you said? Um, child support is due for Eric Rowan. <laughs> Boy, that that's a man who's fallen from grace. Eric Rowan, not he? even on the Mania card, a year after working with The Rock. Wrestling is Hoffa, The is Rock. Is Hoffa getting on the Mania card? Is he going to interfere in this match? He better know. be in that freaking short man. I don't know. I would have loved the, the Usos to make like an open challenge and the Hardys and like Rowan and Harper to come out. I don't think it's happening. Uh, Anna, can you explain what the hell happened with Randy Orton after this match? I don't. It's like they have this whole mythology thing set up without understanding that mythology has to have its own logic. <laughs> it's like they decided to throw in buzzwords and like watch one episode of Supernatural and thought like, oh, this sounds cool, but there is no internal logic. Didn't Bray Wyatt eat Sister Anna, Anna Abigail, oh, Anna, uh, Abigail's remains last Anna week? <laughs> Brilliant flip. Um, didn't he eat her remains last week and then all of a sudden Randy Orton is burning them and then sparks Excuse the Excuse me, face? he bathed in them. I don't think he ate them, did he? But the, like the whole thing was that he... I like to think things. He he now possesses <laughs> Anna. Oh my god, Sister Abigail. <laughs> um, he now possessed Sister Abigail. Like he was in, like she was possessing him. I thought that was the whole point of this. And then all of a sudden, she's back with the dreadlocks in the ground, being burnt again because he likes setting things on fire. There is no internal logic. And so, what are we going to see at WrestleMania? Is it going to be like? Abigail's skeleton on a pole match or like what are we getting I don't know but your new Twitter bio needs to be sometimes I like to think things <laughs> <laughs> don't we all uh, Jeff okay, what's going on what's he talking about this is where Vince decides oh we're a movie company and we're gonna this is gonna be the grand ending of the movie at WrestleMania, I, I when I heard the violins in the background of the Randy Orton promo, I just went, "Oh no!" Okay, just... have you all ever heard the Bruce Pritchard, uh, Michael Hayes impersonation on his podcast? Yes. Yeah. Where he he's talking to the film executive, WWE Studios film executive, and he goes, "I make money for this company. What the fuck do you do?" <laughs> That's when Michael Hayes needs to step up and say that about this situation. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Oh, I'm just hoping there's no supernatural element to the WrestleMania match, like the like the like the Dean Ambrose match where the where the monitors blew up. I don't want or like children from from choirs appearing in cage matches and things of that nature. I don't want any of that. All right, look, whatever crap he put into the ground here. If it, if if I'm getting a zombie Abigail or something to that effect, no, I don't want that. Let this be the end of it. Please, unless let's just uh, unless <laughs> they do an, a casting call immediately and Anna gets cast, then I'm cool with the zombie. I guess. <clears throat> okay, fine. Sorry, that's it's a part I was born to play. 
That is my best self. <laughs> Wyatt Orton, who's winning this match, Anna? Um, I really want Bray Wyatt to win, but I think they're going to give it to Orton. Unless, unless there out. is an interference with Harper, which I would want that. Since about SummerSlam, it's really been just nonstop heel champions on Raw and SmackDown. We, we've had a, a two-week reign with Cena, and then we've had whatever this Goldberg thing is. Jeff, He's do you think that – yeah, do you think that changes? Do you think they, they stick with Wyatt? Do you think they go with Orton? Orton, and I think it's going to be – I actually think they may put this on last, and then the last shot will be Orton really? with the confetti. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, they could. I gave my reasoning on Shake Them Ropes. No, listen. <laughs> is Orton the face? Yeah. I guess he is. That's, he burnt down a man's house, he. possibly with someone still inside. You realize that all of Vince McMahon's faces now need to be badasses. So that's just him being a badass. Oh, well, yeah. Jeff, do you need to go? I do need to go. If you're, in Orlando, if you're in Orlando at any time at the Orlando Live Event Center, I'll probably be there watching Matt Riddle, who I'm looking very forward to watching him fight Drew Galloway at least once over the weekend. That'll be awesome. But uh, I'm off to Orlando, kids. Talk to you later. Give him an Impaler DDT on my behalf, please. Will do. See ya. It's always good been. having Jeffrey Hawkins on the show. <laughs> but, Anna, we're going to talk a little bit about NXT TakeOver. How hip are you to the mm-hmm. NXT product right now? Have you been following it? Yes, I have been. Okay, so right now we have basically a four or five match show. It looks like uh, th- that there will be a big uh, maybe eight-man tag match added with uh, Sanity, No Way Jose, Ruby Riot, Roderick Strong, Ty Dillinger. If that match were to happen, how do you see that? How do you see that playing out? Dillinger's team has to win. They have to. I mean, from what I remember the past few weeks, Sanity has always had the one up. Um, yeah, and NXT seems to still be within the mode of, well, most of the time, the faces being the ones. Oh, I'll take that back, actually. I just think this this one needs to be the one where Dillinger's team wins because they have been buried a lot recently. They're in a real reloading process, which is funny because everybody's going to suspect that the draft is coming like immediately. I think they'll wait until July if they do it. Mm. But Ruby Riot showing up—that's that's a good move. She is somebody yeah. that people will look at and they'll stop when they walk past their TV. Like you're like, who's that? Her debut was awesome. I yeah, I love that. And having Nikki, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Ember Moon, Oscar. This women's division is starting to come back because they mm. really emptied the cupboard last year and the year before. Sasha, Charlotte, Alexa, even Dana, like Bailey. They they could have used Dana over the past year. Yeah, that leads to Oscar Ember Moon. This was a match that they saved, and they probably could have pushed off a little bit further because I wish they would have because I really wanted Asuka to break that Goldberg streak so bad. (laughs) But I don't know if she will. Uh, Asuka, Ember Moon, Saturday, Women's Championship. Asuka undefeated, Ember Moon undefeated. Somebody's Mm. up must go, as they say, on the streets. Yep. I'm torn. I mean, I think if they're going to put Asuka on the main roster, then it's 
got to be Ember Moon. But I really don't want them to break that streak right now. Also, I mean, maybe... Well, maybe they ahead, can sorry. keep the title on her and still bring her up, but then you know they need they need a strong champion left behind. So, I mean, it makes sense for Ember Moon to get it. Uh, I this one. And there's no real, or there haven't been any real plans to bring Oscar up. Of course, that can always change. But they had brought her into NXT with the intent of her always staying in NXT, and she was really one of the first people of that kind that they planned to do that with. Now she might just get so good that they need it to happen. And there's, I mean, I'm positive that at least for a short run, she'll be on the main roster at some point. You're going to use her there. Yeah, I mean, she's been touring with them. That's the only, I've heard the same and I thought the same as well, but they've been using her a lot. And it seems like her popularity has been picking up on the main roster. So it makes sense. I mean, they need, they need more women. Andrade Cien Almas versus Alistair Black. This is Alistair Black's technically his uh, NXT debut, I guess. Tommy, and I think this match is going to be incredible. I think Andrade Almas has a new lease on life since being heel, mm. but it seems like they've almost slid him into that Ty Dillinger spot now that Ty Dillinger is a really over baby face that they didn't expect to be over. He's that kind of guy who welcomes people and gets beat by people, maybe. I think mm. that Alistair Black's going to win this, but I expect this to be a really good match. Uh, what do you think about it and how almost has been since, since the heel turn? I loved him. He's just this swarmy. He's kind of what I wish Roman Reigns would be, to be honest. He's got this swarmy, weirdly charismatic so thing down. Dick. Yeah, but it's like, oh, you're a dick, but you're fucking cool. Kind of yeah. like the you know, looking at Triple H right now, it's like you want to slap him, but at the same time, you're in awe of how cool he is. Maybe not quite on that level yet, but, you know. Um, I don't know enough about Alistair Black. Um, and I don't, is it too soon to put Almas in that role yet of Dillinger's place? Yeah, because he's 27 years old and he is really, really good. He's really good. I hope he doesn't eventually fall into like the Tyler Breeze type of thing where always the bridesmaid, never the bride, because he he's good enough to be wed. He is a bride, <laughs> damn it. He deserves that ring. Andrade, get your CDs out of NXT's truck, change your number, and go out on Friday night. You're better than this. Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura. This title seems to be not the NXT championship, the guys who really shouldn't be in NXT championship. Yeah. Who do you see walking away with the uh, NXT title on Saturday night? And do you see the loser showing up Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday? I kind of think Shinsuke is going up to the main roster. And just because of that, I think it's got to be Bobby Roode. But this is one where I kind of just want to – I'll be happy to keep seeing them fight. And I'll be happy if it's just a draw because I'm weak and I love them both. Um, but I know that's not the case. I do think Shinsuke is going to be moved up, though. And pretty soon, from what I've heard. There always is the speculation of who's moving up and are they moving up. After the draft last year, I gave up on guessing. because, mm. And really, that, that, that few months period, because Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, Mojo Raleigh, I didn't expect them to go up. I didn't expect uh-huh. Carmella to be ready to go up. She she wasn't really. 
Uh, Alexa Bliss, I wouldn't have thought they would, but I'm glad they did because she's excelled. So you never know. There are some, like Mojo Rawley, it's that term. They they say either fish or cut bait, and (laughs) him being called up helped NXT because they didn't have to force him on that show. But, I mean, to be fair, he and Zack Ryder were a pretty good tag team on NXT too. Yeah, it was just very unfortunate what happened there. How long is he out for? It's still a few months off. That guy has the worst luck. Yeah. Like the worst luck. I'll look it up, but the guy got himself over to an extreme degree with a, <laughs> a web show, got himself millions of Twitter followers, and WWE is like, okay, we're going to acquire your show, then cancel it. Oh, well, that sucks. Uh, by the way, we're going to make you look so stupid you don't know how to change a tire on Raw, and we're going to have John Cena kiss your girlfriend in front of you. Oh, okay. And push you sure. off a ramp in a wheelchair. And a neck brace. Yeah, we'll do yeah. that too. <laughs> then, by the way, you're getting sent back to NXT and you got to work with this super green dude. Oh, you're getting over? Okay, we'll pull you from NXT, put you on SmackDown, but we're going to keep you off TV. Hey, you got this really hot girlfriend, like maybe one of the hottest women in WWE. We're going to make sure you're not on that same brand though. But hey, we're gonna give you this this intercontinental title and this win at WrestleMania. Psych. Well, one night. Yeah. Yeah. One night. We're taking it from you. But we're gonna give you a little push with this this mojo guy. Oh, there goes your kneecap. I mean, I I take my hat off to him. His mentality through it all, from what I've heard. He was on a podcast talking about I think he was talking to Stone Cold at it was at the WrestleMania after party last year and came up and congratulated him and he was really bummed out. He's like, yeah, I'm only holding it for a day. But he's still, and the, the advice is just like, well, you know, in the history books, you won this at WrestleMania. Yeah. They can't and take that from you. Kane exactly. is a former WWE champion. He held it for one day, but he's a former WWE champion. Yeah. So that, that, it's just I like, like his hey, mentality is, is great. I just really hope You always that. get to keep that replica title in your trophy case at home <laughs> for, forever now. And you don't have to pay that money for it. What do you have planned for Most Ridiculous this week? Um, I have my own WrestleMania picks, which, not to give too much away, but as Jeff was talking about um, zombies and and Sister Abigail being involved, that that's actually um, um, part of my card. So as you can tell, oh. it's, it's completely legitimate and rooted in reality as – most of my life is, but it should be a good one. Do you By think the, the Hardys date? What? You interrupted me. What? Um, yeah. I was going to ask the the uh-huh. attire for yourself, Alex, and I for the post Mania podcast. Are, we, yeah, you are get... we dressing up? Of course, we're dressing up. Oh, good. So I'm expecting bow ties from you guys. Uh Yes. No. Yes, we don't wear we don't wear bow ties in Cincinnati, and please don't Urban Dictionary that, guys. I'm really terrified. Can't you just get like a your boy one made up or something? No. Yeah, I'll wear a nice sports jacket. Somebody says Anna wants to get dolled up. How cute! No, uh, she wants to get dolled up because I said, "Hey, we're dressing nice for the podcast." She doesn't give a shit about you guys. Give me a break. I'm wearing a WrestleMania shirt, dude. 
I'm wearing a Kraken Fight Team shirt, which you guys can get at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross It's available in blue and black and white. I mean, you find a Fight Team logo cooler than this. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah, you can't. You can't find one. Do you think the Hardys debut uh, at WrestleMania? Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, they've given Me us too. the setup of a ladder match. They've released some of the Hardys' best ladder matches on the YouTube channel. It's kind of not subtle. What is, what is going on? I'm at Who's my calling? parents' house. No one calls here. I'm going to hang up on them, though. Who has a landline anymore? My parents, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> but yes, Bolo ties. I can, I can get with one of those. Somebody asked if I wear pants during this show. <laughs> You know, I can't pull the curtain all the way back, guys. I'm I'm here. I feel like there's a delay, like an Australian delay. Probably. I got my... Your AJ Styles pants. I'm walking. I'm a walking merch stand for WWE. You are. They should just send me stuff for free, really. What kind of quality are those? Are those like high-quality sweatpants? They're good. Are they? Yeah. I'm not a big wrestling shirt guy, but uh, the couple of sh- like occasionally I'll get sent stuff, and like I can't remember what shirt they sent me. They'll they'll sometimes they'll send merch that probably they they want to unload or something or they can't get rid of. I didn't like it. Didn't like. Send them on. Send them on. <sighs> I'm back tomorrow with Jimmy Van, 3 p.m. Filming that Shane Helm show. Get your questions in. Send us questions about anything. If you want to find out who would win in a race between Mandrews on a skateboard and Dutch Mantel on a scooter, I'll ask it. Send that to me on Twitter, at Sean Ross Sapp, not whatever the hell this janky parody account is. <laughs> I'm back Thursday with Matt Riddle, Friday with Shane Helms. Uh, those shows I'm going to leave open for WrestleMania weekend. Saturday, Sunday night, I'm here with Anna and Alex. Anna, tell the people where they can follow you and where they can book you for stuff. At Anna Bowett, B-A-U-E-R-T. And book me for stuff. I, I can do ring announcing. I can do some acting. I can dress up like Annabella, but I shouldn't probably advertise that because that could be creepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to get flown into Orlando tomorrow for that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I regret that. But at also, Anna Bowett on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You guys can also book her for karaoke singing appearances. Mm, yep. Rock Lobster True. and um, and Alanis Morissette, you ought to know, are the go-tos. Guys, follow us at Fightful.com. We got all your coverage all week long. Too much to even mention. Visit Fightful.com. If you don't go there for your news – you're you're probably a dweeb. That's really all I got. Uh, you're probably just in denial. You're going to some turdy site you've been at for 15 years, and they haven't changed a thing. And you're like, why the hell am I still here? Why I'm getting all this news super late. I'm not getting any any facts. I'm getting speculation. Plans can change. Fightful.com. It's a place to be, guys. Until next time, we are out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.